This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Black Hey kiddies, Joker here. Just wanted to let you know that I, the Clown Prince of Crime, and the Jack of All Nerds show, love the Elijah Bailey show. You should listen to it all the time. Isn't that right, Batsy? <laughs> Sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. up everybody sorry about the reflection on my glasses but it is elijah 5000 here today and we have a huge episode today uh, a couple things off the top of the head there will be no character appreciation i'll tell you say this episode because we have so many things that drop from ubisoft we also had uh, xbox and bethesda do their game show because it's e3 week so we're e3 day one and two we're going to cover that and then since e3 hits in the middle of the week um where there's some more episodes to come, more days to come. We're going to uh, give you those times and everything. I'm trying to see what we'll have in store for Wednesday. If not, then the follow-up will be all um, E3. And I'll let you guys know when that's going to happen. But let's do this in glorious fashion. And three, two, one. Welcome back to Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. I'm Elijah Bailey, a.k.a. Elijah 5000, a.k.a. The Street Killer, A.K.A. King Tut with all of his men and the prophet that brought in the pharaoh and the puppies. I'm here for you today to bring you E3 coverage. Let's go ahead and clip and cut the music. Now, there's a lot of stuff to cover today. Uh, I've been struggling with how to present said information. Um, I'm just going to try to be straightforward. Now, the first thing that we're going to do before we get into E3... I'm going to give you, like I always do in our video game episodes, the releases for the month. Now, if you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, each and every week is different at the beginning of the month. Or uh, let's say it like this. We re... Hmm. What is the best way to say this? I never re-say anything. Well, I mean, I say almost the exact same thing every episode, but I never have to re-say it after I say it, if you know what I mean. But... Uh, each episode, we have main themes or main segments that reoccur every month. There we go. So the first week of the month is comics. Second week, we cover anime. Third week is a video game. Fourth week is a Bailey Bugle. And the fifth week is a hodgepodge, whatever the fuck I want to go into, just depending on how I feel that week. And what's current, what is hitting the pop culture charts, because I am a huge nerd, a huge lover of anime, video games, and comics, and they're booming right now. So each and every week I have something amazing to talk to you guys about. But today is video games. And so we'll have segment one, which is the video game release. Segment two will be all about E3, day one and two. And segment three will be the anime and manga of the month. So let's go ahead and get into it. June video game releases. Now, there is a long list. I'm recording this on June 13th. Um, 
So the ones that have already come out, go ahead and look them up uh, as you listen. See if there's anything that you'd want to play, want to purchase, and go ahead and put in that purchase. And then once we get to when the show drops. Now, if you're not watching the show live, which you can watch on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or at Facebook Gaming, that's EJB Gaming, Edge B Gaming, uh, then you can listen to the show each and every Thursday because the show drops on Thursday at anywhere that you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, podbean spotify pandora iHeartRadio, alexa all that good shit or just go to blackandstudios.com which has the full library and catalog of the elijah bailey show now if you want extras which is uh the show without ads without commercials um games recipes all kinds of shit that i come up with you can follow up the patreon page patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show all right so let me take a drink Oh, God. Okay. So let's dive right in. June video game releases. We have, starting June 8th, we had Chivalry 2, which came out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Then we had Edge of Eternity that came out for P- uh, for PC. Uh ESO, The Elder Scrolls, came out for PS5 and Xbox Series X. And ESO Blackwood DLC came out for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, we also have Front uh, or Fortnite Season 7, Chapter 2, which came out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Minecraft The Caves and Cliffs Update. Part 1 for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Then, last but not least, that came out on June 8th, we had Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bonetown for the Switch. Moving right into June 9th, we had Green Hell for PS4, Xbox One. Later Daters, Xbox Series X and Xbox One. No More Heroes, which is fucking fabulous, came out for PC. No More Heroes 2, uh, Desperate Struggle, also fabulous, PC. And that was the last one that came out for June 9th. Rounding into June 10th, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which looks amazing for PS5. Um, And then Ninja Gaiden Master Edition for the Switch. Also, One Hand Clapping for PC, followed by... We are football on the PC. Moving into June 11th, Darius Burst, uh, another Chronicle EX for PS4 and Switch. Guild Gear Strive for PC, PS5, and PS4. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, enough said, PS5. And then we had a Lumber Hill for PC coming out on June 13th. Uh, the own, oh, we have two for June 17th. I was going to say the only one, but Police Simulator Patrol Officers, which that's coming out for PC. So I guess we're, I, I don't know what this, I need to check this out because I, I could be, I mean, the number one rule for a black person is don't get shot by the cops. If there's altercations, you can't call the cops. You can't be there when the cops get there. So a police simulator, I feel like a whole bunch of Rodney Kings about to go down because all we've seen for the last two years is those motherfuckers exercising, uh, I guess, their simulator force. Uh, also for June 17th, we have Rogue Book coming out for PC. Moving into June 22nd, you had Ender's Lies or Ender's Lilies, uh, Quietus of the Nights for Switch. Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective for PC. Lego Builder's Journey for PC and Switch. Super Magbot for PC and Switch. Um, And that was the last one for June 22nd. Fallen Night for PC for June 23rd. Out of Line also came out June 23rd. Or will come out June 23rd for PC. Uh, Coming out June 24th. I I just caught up with the dates because I'm trying to rush through this list. I was like, oh yeah, it always came out. It's June 13th. So coming out. June 24th, we have Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Also coming out June 24th is Legend of Mana for PC, PS4, and Switch. Now, DreamWorks Spirit Lucky's Big Adventure comes out for PC, PS4, Xbox Series 1, Switch on uh, June 25th. Also June 25th, Mario Golf uh, Super Rush. Amazing for the Switch. Scarlet Nexus, which is has just been looking fucking mm, like that. 
for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Also on June 25th, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the Switch. Moving in June 29th, we have Curved Space for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Destroy All Humans for the Switch, June 29th. And then uh, last on June 29th is Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Then uh, the last date that is confirmed june 30th a tale of synapses the chaos theories for pc and switch we also are going to mention these are tbc titles uh in june we have beast of maravilla island for pc ps4 xbox one and switch sam and max this time it's virtual for a pc virtual uh, Sky, Children of the Light for Switch, Solar Ash for PC, PS5, and PS4, and then World Splitter for Xbox One. Those are all of your June video game releases. That being said, let me take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll be right back to go into uh, Bethesda, Xbox, and Ubisoft's E3 presentations. We'll be right back with episode 266. Is it 66? No, 267. What am I doing? Of The Elijah Bailey Show. Is your communicator pad on the fritz? Scanning visor won't scan? Paper scrolls not scrolling? Well, have I got something for you. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact comes with all of your weapons and tools conveniently in one easy-to-access compact. Each compact is especially made for your powers and abilities, so you don't have to worry about a Thunder Dragon coming out of your Moon Scepter. Order yours now at www.moonprincesspocketcompact.com while supplies last. It's time for the Summer Festival, and while you're enjoying your good fish games and squid on a stick, make sure you're dressed in style for the occasion. Get your kimonos, yukatas, and accessories from Ye Old Wolf Tailor Shop, where you can buy or rent from our extremely large collection of sizzling summer style. Okay, okay, okay. We're back. We're back to the show. Uh, welcome. If you're just now tuning in, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody that subscribes, rate, reviews, likes. And even if you don't do any of that and you're just watching and listening, I appreciate it so much to be doing the show for five years now and to be able to stream and talk with you guys and build a community and chat and have all these friends that I not only stream with but play games with and, and you guys send in emails and shit and talk on the Facebook page. It's so cool. So I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so much. Um, and with that, let's get back into the E3 presentation. There was a lot. There was a lot of stuff. Uh, let's check the schedule. Um, and this comes from IGN. Uh, talking about the E3 coverage uh, schedule and how to watch everything announced. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. You okay, Carlo? He just like fell over, knocked over a Gundam. Uh, E3 takes place starting from Saturday, June 12th uh, through Tuesday, June 15th. Though there are more than a few game showcases happening before and after the event week, uh, you'll be able to tune in to several live video conferences and a four-day-long live stream that will be accessible to everyone for free uh, because this is E3 presenting in a virtual setting. Now, I feel like going forward, E3 is going to continue with this because I feel like not only testing the waters like they did last year and they're doing it again now just in this four-day succession like they would if the event was open, but I feel like they have gotten more of an answer of to the response of how people act and what people want from them. So there is a definite want, but how they're reacting to the, uh, the COVID-19 and quarantine and, and they're still willing to support the studios and the things that they love. Uh, E3 starts 8.45 a.m. Pacific time, 11.45 uh, Eastern and 4.45 uh, to, uh, on, uh, June 14th. Um, let me see. So far we've gone through, like I said, today is 13th. I, I watched, uh, the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, which was amazing. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I also got to tune in and recap Ubisoft forward. Um, and it was nice. There are some things that I missed. 
Uh, because it looks like they had like a lot, a lot of stuff that came through. But your big deals are going to be from the 13th on. That'd be today. We have Square Enix presents today. Uh, or, yeah, Square Enix presents, which I, I didn't see at all. Warner Brothers Games, uh, Back for Blood, which I'll talk about today. Nintendo Direct is going to be on Tuesday the 15th. I'm trying to find what all comes out cuz it's it's spread out. I have like some stuff from the 13th, 14th and 12th and they're crossed out. Um the official E3 2021 awards show will be Tuesday the 15th. Steam Well, let's just go from the bottom on up cuz it seems like the stuff that had passed is at the bottom. Steam next uh vest uh fest is Wednesday, June 16th. Official E3 2021 awards show is Tuesday, June 15th. GameSpot uh, Play for All Showcase, Tuesday, June 15th. Uh, Eurokia Games Presentation, Tuesday, June 15th. Bandai Namco Presentation, uh, Tuesday, June 15th. Nintendo Treehouse Live, Tuesday, June 15th. Nintendo Direct, June 15th. Uh, E3 Pre-Show, Tuesday, June 15th. Uh, and that'll start at 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time. So everything else will follow, and it seems like uh, they'll start with Nintendo Direct and go down through Bandai and Yoroki Games, GameSpot, and, and from there. Uh, let's see if I can find the top. Uh, the pre-show for June 14th starts at 8 a.m. Then you have the Verizon presentation starting at 9 in uh, in television at 9.45. Take-Two Interactive panel at 10.15. And this is all Pacific time. Mythic Games presentation 11.10. Indie Showcase at, at noon, Freedom Game presentation at 12.30, and then Vin uh, at 1 p.m., followed by Capcom presentation at 2.30 p.m., and then Razor E3 Keynote at 3 p.m., rounding out the day. So for the rest of today, Square Enix is probably still presenting now because uh, they started at 12.15, and then Warner Brothers Game, Back for Blood, which they showed a little bit earlier we'll talk about, is at 2.30 uh, PC game show is going to be at 2.30. Future games is going to be at 4. So there's still some stuff that I'll cover, but since we've got everything, when, on Wednesday, the only thing that will be going will be the Steam Next Fest. So uh, I think for Wednesday's Community Hang, we'll probably recover. We'll probably go over everything from uh, this afternoon till Tuesday. And cover the rest of it. That way we can we can still be within a close time frame of when everything drops. And you guys can get my reaction on a lot of stuff. And then get my thoughts on it. And see if we can get Buckety on as well. But that is going to be the schedule. Hopefully I didn't make it confusing. Because it was confusing to read. And then once I got... I didn't know that they were going to cross out events as they were live. So that just kind of screwed up everything for me. But let's go ahead and dive into the game shows. Now Gearbox had their... Uh, game show i watched ubisoft forward and it was i mean it was really really good uh they had a lot of things that were interesting a lot of things that were um that captured my mind i didn't think that i wanted to see these games uh because i hadn't played the last one so rain rainbow six siege we uh uh the Buckety, he picked it up and played it. And I played, like, the demo and things like that, but I never picked up the game because it wasn't, you know, something that I wanted to. And one of the things that we got coming on June 30th, it, uh, Rainbow Six Siege launches across um, and cross-play and cross-progression between PC, Stadium, and Luna. And then early 2022, it'll launch cross-play between PlayStation and Xbox and cross-progression between all platforms. So that's cool to look at. And to see that that's coming because we're finally getting more games outside of what Call of Duty. Because I think Call of Duty will show you what system somebody's playing on. And there's a few others. I think Destiny is as well, but I don't, I'm not, I jumped off Destiny. So to get that for this game, which Rainbow Six Siege, it just felt so small. Now, the things that they're doing now, it feels like they're making them bigger. Um, the Rainbow Six Siege that they talked about uh, in the, in the, um, show they are adding two new characters north star and thunderbird they're being more inclusive there's more diversity they tell this story of how they met how she had to um her leg was dislocated she had to reset it had to get back to the chopper and there's a bear attacked and how they 
Damn, I don't know what the fuck that was. I thought, <laughs> I think somebody was riding a go-kart. I thought somebody just ran across, like, my lawn. Like, what the fuck? I know what happened. But um, where was I? Oh, yeah, they had to fight a bear, and it really shows uh, that they're trying to reach and make everything diverse because they come from different cultural backgrounds. Now, uh, I, from the names, I'm thinking Native American, but also Middle Eastern. And it was really cool how it was presented because it really drew me in and it got me back into wanting to play the game because after that, they showcase some of the updates that are coming because everything's going to be up updated, put on Xbox Game Pass, and ready for the next gen consoles. And it looked really pretty uh, because you, when I when I looked at Rainbow Six Siege, I played a little bit and it didn't feel big enough. It just felt like you were just breaching the same rooms, uh, playing with the same people. Is really small. It didn't have a campaign, and now they're actually extending out uh, with these expansions. And that leads to the very first thing that they talked about even before this was Rainbow Six Extraction, which this, I'm guessing Siege, which I never um, played, like, not even Siege, but I, I, don't know, I don't know if it is another expansion or I don't know what happened, where this was, but for some reason they say that in this game, which is going to drop September 6th, the parasite that landed in New Mexico is growing and reaching out and causing more deals. And this is basically kind of like a prequel and a standalone, if I'm getting this right. So uh, you get the same familiar tech that you used before, but it's upgraded specific uh, to the game. It's one to three co-op. Um, and then in a uh, containment zone, you risk losing everything. So the your progress, your upgrades, anything that you've earned when you die. So you have to make sure to pick and choose how you play through these sections because you're going through to try to extract another character and sometimes it could be you if you're playing with your friends and you get killed then you get put in like the stasis foam and then you can't play that character anymore you have to go back in with another group and retrieve that character that hence the extraction uh, i think the three locations they mentioned were new york city san francisco and new mexico and after scanning the areas completely uh, it gives you intel to your group and the scientists so they can create better and more adaptive React tech. And React is the tech that they use to combat all these enemies. And we'll get into that here in a second. And, and while I talk, you should be seeing video of, um, you know, just down the corner of the gameplay. I didn't want to play the whole thing because, as you know, these press conferences get very, very long. But I do want to give you snippets of what I'm talking about. So you will see some of the uh, monsters I'm talking about. But uh, as far as the enemies, each enemy starts from the black glue or black goo, which is a sprawl. That sprawl continues to grow. And within it, it can call different types of monsters. And you've seen these in every game you have grunts which are your like putty patrollers they're always there they're there to fight uh, uh rooter and now, these were kind of shown in the exclusives because the very first four or five they showed us were like the sprawl which is the goo which continues to spread throughout the area once you completed you can clear the area you have like a long range spiker then there was a shape-shifting tormentors and the, the apex, and I think like the explosive breachers. But the grunts are basically the grunts. The rooters, they can signal, and they're very fast. You have breachers, which you have explosive breachers, which can breach by using the packs, uh, the pus packs on their back, and they'll blow up. And you have the other breachers that are a little bit faster. They, they're more spiky. And you have spikers, which have spike gloves, extreme spikes ready to get close. I think you have to kill them by sneaking up behind them and then pulling them back and stabbing them in the chest. Uh, smashers um, are basically your big brutes, which you have to stab them in the back. They're almost really, really reminiscent of the Groots from Halo. Then tormentors are very big. They're long, um, scary. They come up out of the goo crazy and then your apex is like the leader of the base uh of each zone and what you do is you go from you have like three sub zones to go in to re either retrieve or clear out these zones and get information for scientists and they get harder as you go down and that leads to that apex once you kill the apex you can clear the rest of the area the scientists can scan and get more information and boom just like that but some of the weapons that they unveiled are really cool is like the react light 
which a uh, bioluminescent lights, which can show vital points on your targets, but also light up like uh, through the walls and shit like that. Um, they're also used to find trails and track down enemies. Then the airlock safe zone, you can resupply, save, and it leads down to the next level so you can get together. You have your react blade, which that is really what you stab and use to collect DNA to give to the scientists so they can better improve your weapons to be responsive and reactive to the environment and enemies. Then you have your prism hologram, which can distract some of your more crafty uh, bad guys, uh, monsters. Barricades, which you can create choke points to increase efficiency of the arc mine um, that you're working with. And it, it the way that they use their things, the way that they run, the way that you can revi revive people or you go in and capture it's amazing. Uh, you have your threat sensor, which shows you how big a threat something is. The arc mine, which goes off, and I think they use that towards the end of the showcase but then you have your stasis phone which keeps that character alive but captured until you go in to extract so i loved everything i saw about this this really makes me want to get into rainbow six extraction and maybe go back and check out some of these expansions and things that are coming to rainbow six siege um but i'm loving the creativity i'm loving the diversity i'm loving everything that i'm seeing so this is one that you guys really need to check out if you haven't watched the showcase go ahead and watch it if you're just coming to the show to listen and see what interests you I'm all for that, but a lot of these games are really like visually stunning. Next, we'll move to uh, Rocksmith Plus. Now, Rocksmith is basically playing a guitar, playing your favorite songs. I don't know if they had the same functionality last time to learn how to play the guitar, but this is the the Rockstar or Rocksmith Plus is a music learning subscription service now. Um, where master recordings of your favorite songs and real-time feedback uh, as you play are there for you. So they show, like, somebody playing a song, immediately it comes up and shows you a score with, you know, maybe it was the wrong note, maybe you held it too long, maybe you did this. Um, but what they're aiming for is for it to be completely integrated with everything you use. You can use your phone as a microphone. The acoustic and electric guitar players no longer need extra gear. Uh, PC, console, or mobile devices can be used so you can always learn. And uh, what was also stated, which I love, is there's m new categories, but it's a huge library, and there's chord charts, so um, you can play the songs exactly like your favorite artist, or you can focus on, you know, laying in the groove, laying in the cut of the song, and really feeling, you know, what chuck up that song, or what make it beefy with your guitar. Um, but they've added R&B, Latin, hip-hop, rock, and even some some uh, musicians that you might have never heard of. So I'm hoping a lot of punk, uh, black punk rock uh, because that would be really cool because a lot of them have a very, very fine style, which you don't get to hear much. But you can monitor your, uh, your progress from uh, technique to technique across the board and not just from song to song. So you don't have to, like just dance or something and you do that specific song and it gives you a rating of how you improve on that song it'll tell you how you improve from dance to dance or song to song overall and then you can also customize your charts uh so you can learn and and graft your lessons to suit you so i'm excited for this i i've been really wanting to pick up the guitar but there's so many things like i bought a new book today and i'm, I'm behind on books to read <laughs> I'm d still doing, you know, languages and, and more stuff for streaming. So it's hard, but I, I'm, I'm looking into getting a new console. I'm, I'm, I'm finally breaking down. It's been long enough. I feel like a new console and preparing for these games w will be what I need. And I know that Jessica wants to play guitar as well. So we'll both be playing and practicing and playing our favorite songs. I mean, what's better than that? You can sit on the porch in the back and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad that they're doing this. I want to see how steep the price is on the subscription service because that is a fucking lot. You don't have to pay for private lessons anymore to play the guitar. You just buy this. So I'm excited to see the price, but I'm also scared. Next, this was kind of cool. I didn't really know how to feel about it. This comes out September 2nd. It is uh, Raiders Republic. Now, I've heard some things about it. It looks fun. It's very clean. Uh, and I'm wise, I I like the styles. Like everything, I don't think there was really anything that I didn't like the style on, but I really like the style and everything you do counts. So it's almost like Lonely Mountain Downhill, except for you're playing with uh, against different crews and is doing tricks, and you don't only have to do bikes. There's different um, 
vehicles you can drive. There's different gameplay you can do. You can play just exclusively with your friends, or you can put a team together and do six versus six with your friends and, and online groups put together. Um, and you combine your scores by performing big tricks to try to win and earn more credits throughout the games. And performing those tricks gives you amazing content and hidden areas that you wouldn't find any other way. So it's just another way to immerse you in a family-type setting game. And I like the fact that that's what they're bringing to us. So uh, this was one that really hit home and made me feel like, man, the Xbox is kind of turning turning a point because a way out was really, really fucking good. And uh, take two, it, it takes two, I think is what it's called. Or there's another one that's on there. And then, you know, yeah, Cuphead. It's like, I want this console to be a couch co-op console outside of just like Halo and Call of Duty. And I like the way that they're going about it. Uh, next was uh, Ubisoft Plus games that are coming later this year. And there's a lot, so I'll break down what I can. Uh, Mirage for Honor, Why uh, 552. We have Trackmania. Now, uh, not all of these are new games. Some of these are updates. Some of these are additions. So Brawlhalla adds the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was amazing because any side-scroller, I love seeing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in because that's how I played it in the arcade. So seeing this caught me. The Crew 2 live update looked really, really good. And I, I haven't really been one to play any kind of racing games. And Xbox, Ubisoft, everybody so far has kind of got me back in the mode. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion Bloodline comes out. That looked really good, but I still haven't bought Watch Dogs Legion because I don't have a new console and I don't want to purchase any games. Because I know you got you can purchase and you can upgrade and all that stuff, but that that's a headache to me. And I don't want to I don't want to fucking be in a place where I try to upgrade my game and I can't and I'm stuck with the last gen. By one to play it on the new gen. You know what I mean? Uh, then we have Ghost Recon 20th anniversary. So they're still making updates to Breakpoint and more things to come. So check out, uh, wait for that 20th anniversary that's coming up. Just Dance 2022 um, is coming out November 4th. And Todrick Hall, who is an amazing uh, artist, has made, he already has a song, but he redid it original choreography original vocals specifically for just dance 2022 so he's the ambassador and i love it and uh if you've checked out my wife's facebook page or mine she's posted videos of us doing the dances on the connect and shit like that so this might be another one for you guys to check out this i have not i was on assassin's creed before anybody else i am your grandfather with assassin's creed and then i hopped off for like two titles and now I'm wishing I need to get back on, but I only want to get back on on the new gen. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla is doing a whole bunch of other shit now. Uh, they're updating a lot of stuff, festivals, new quests, new game modes like uh, River Raids and Mastery Challenges, which look pretty interesting. But the story just keeps going, and they've been listening to their community, as Ubisoft does. They're adding one-handed swords. Sharing is caring with the community. They want to hear what you have to say so they can improve the game. Uh, there's also the Siege of Paris DLC. Uh, Black Blocks infiltration missions are back, uh, which gets you new weapons, new gears, enemies, and requests. And then coming in the fall, you'll get to explore Valhalla lifestyle by playing normal people as they live their lives in your village town as they grow during that time period. So you will get to really look at what it would be like to live in that time from you know, being a shop owner to being a mom to being a kid or whatever. I don't know how many people you can be, but they're continuing to work on expansions for up uh, for next year and, and to come. So they're really investing a lot. So I'm excited. So when I invest in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, I'm not going to be let down. And I never am with Assassin's Creed. I always I, there's some things that I think they could do better on, but I always enjoy them. Uh, next came from Ubisoft was uh, Mythic Quest and Werewolf Within based uh, off of the Ubisoft game. They reviewed those films that are coming out um, and eh, Werewolves Within seems kind of funny, but Myth Mythic Quest, I I'm not sold on yet. So say what you will. Uh, Far Cry 6, Far Cry Blood Dragon. They showed another fucking phenomenal scene with old... Um, El Pollos Hermanos himself, Gus, coming through and kind of showing his son that you trying to run away costs these people the, their lives. If you really want to save them, 
you wouldn't have fucking been here in the first place. And he tells this story about his dad used to catch fish and let them go. And he's like, yeah. And then when he caught a big fish, kind of seemed hypocritical because he couldn't let it go. He kept it. And he's like, I caught a big, big fish here. And nobody knows what's going on, but he knows he sees his son phenomenal. I'm ready. I love it. Um, next, Mario and Rabbits, uh, Spark of Hope. Looks very fun. It looks like Mario 3D. But I, the Raven Rabbits games, I mean, they're challenging. I didn't play the last one because it got pretty hard. But this one seems to be scaled evenly. And the rabbits, rabbits are the stars. And you have Princess Peach. And it, it looks lovely. Um, we'll see if I get it. And this one hit me out of nowhere. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora uh, 2022 is when it'll drop. I didn't know that they were doing an Avatar game because I don't even remember the movie. I remember they're blue, and from watching the gameplay that they're bigger than humans, and that's why they had to go inside their mind. And then we had these mid-sized mechas like wannabe Zakus. Um, and so it looks interesting. Like, you're fighting as an Avatar, and it looks like they're all females. You you got your links hooked up to your bird. You're flying. You're knocking down planes. You're fucking bow and arrow on people, throwing spears and shit. So... I don't know what the story is. It looks lovely and creative, but we still haven't even got Avatar 2. And I thought there, I don't even know how many fucking movies are in like the series, but I'm not going to be alive for all of them. So I know James Cameron's not. Uh, let's keep things moving. Um, let's go to Xbox and Bethesda. So this is, um, is it a pretty long list? Mainly we got to see what's coming out and what's getting updates. So, um, but that's, Ooh, I might've missed some. Cause I came in late, not going to lie. I came in a little late, but stalker two, um, looks graphically phenomenal. The guns, the enemies, the fluidity fucking amazing. I didn't think it was going to look that good. And, uh, I think they were speaking. I don't, I don't know if there's, there was some games that were speaking Russian. Um, and I could understand what they were saying. I was like, Oh yes. At the Madrid. Uh, not well. That's not Russian. That was fucked up. But there was like Privyet uh, and and just small things I knew. So I was I was happy about that. Uh, Back for Blood comes out October twelfth. Feels like Left for Dead, and I fucking want more, bitch. It's just so fun. The music was cool. Was hyped up. Uh, the got dogs are getting ready to yell because Jessica's home. I called it, but it looks really good. Check out the trailer uh, down in the corner. It. We we gotta wait. It's mommy. That's that's mommy. But the trailer looks really good. It looked really fun, and I've been looking for something like this since Left for Dead. Me and my wife used to play it all the time, and then just hopped off because they didn't do anything else. So I'm glad that the makers of Left for Dead come back and kind of give you that Left for Dead feel. Uh, next, Contraband looks really good. They showed like a, a scene and, and very very pretty. Uh, graphic animation, but not much told there. Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life is basically a Pirates, uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean because it stars Jack Black and then Calypso, and you're doing these battles uh, in the ocean, shooting off cannons. Looks just like Sea of Thieves with Jack Sparrow. So I'm excited about the story. Mysticism, magic, ghouls, goblins, booty, all that good shit. Um, and then let's see, we have... Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon coming to Game Pass. So that was something that was really cool. If you haven't checked Game Pass, they have almost damn near every Yakuza. I think maybe maybe they do have all the Yakuza on there because as soon as they come out, I download them. So Yakuza Like a Dragon is coming to Game Pass. Um, and I'm excited about that because I'm playing through the entire story. So to just know I have the entire collection to go through and it's there on Game Pass and Game Pass has like fucking everything you need, I'm excited. Uh, Battlefield 2042, they showed l different gameplay than before. I saw a trailer earlier this week, and it was the real cinematic, cinematic version. This one went into showcasing cinematics and gameplay. And for me, I'm a little bit more disjointed, and like I don't know if I really want to play it. Um, it was looking really, really good and updated and advanced. And then, I don't know, just, I don't know, it just didn't capture me going through this, the press conference. But it's coming here pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that. And then 12 Minutes, kind of cool because it's you, um, oh man, who are the, who are the actors? Um, what's the name that played Green Goblin? Um, William Defoe. 
and then like two other i think uh was it emma stone damn there's some some younger actress but this man they accuse him of killing his dad eight years ago and he's like what are you talking about and he's coming in beating him up investigating him and the wife knows something and then they have an issue so i think you just keep reliving these 12 minutes but that comes out august 19th uh psychonauts 2 is coming out looks fun uh the style is like kind of creepy but it is what it is um pete hines comes out to really address everything bethesda so if i missed anything from xbox that you guys know um just know that i'll try to catch it on uh, the next episode but pete hines came out and was talking to people about dune eternal which drops june 29th and what they upgraded for the next gen consoles they want to make sure that everything's fluid there's no issues and everybody continue having their bloody glory fun time that they have been and he also wanted to give note everybody to check out in november skyrim's celebrating its 10th anniversary and you can tell about your favorite skyrim times by going to skyrim.com and commenting there but also looking for special treats then he goes into fallout 76 and this is when we see this nice gameplay trailer of the brotherhood which is basically you have civil conflict two factions within one society they're breaking away and they're trying to regroup to take on the mutant threat uh, this it's uh, expedition the pit this drops 2022 so you guys got to prepare for that and then uh, ESO again gets optimized for the next gen um, heading into next year and again this is all supposed to happen throughout the year into next year so I talked about the releases of uh, the two ESO releases earlier the optimization is coming for those that have PS5 uh, that want or Xbox uh, S and X that want to continue to play with the enhanced graphics and, and enhancements. Uh, Party Animals is uh, another trailer that they showed. Is basically the animal version. Uh, Fallout is that's exactly what I thought. Like Except for the bobbleheads, you can move the heads and they can push each other and smack each other and I think bite and do. But you're doing a whole bunch of party games with just little mini chibi rubbery type animals. Tigers, gorillas, bears, all that shit. Now... One that I have not played, I've heard a lot of stuff about, and I want to play, Hades. It's finally coming to Xbox August 13th. Stylistically looks beautiful. I love Subarus, just big and red. I love the colors. It's vibrant. It looks fun. So I'm excited for that. And then Somerville 2022, super stylistic, fun, compelling. There's an alien attack, and you basically follow a family that was asleep on the couch when it happens. And at the very end, they show you that how it happens is the alien comes up the stairs while they're sleeping. The youngest son is closest to the the stairway and they see him, but they're running and trying to survive and get away um, to safety. And you do see that humanity or other aliens or some kind of something is protecting them and shooting as they're running into safe spots or safe zones. So I'm excited to see more about that. But then Halo. Made its way back. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite is back and uh, is going to be up to 120 frames a second. Who who deleted Cortana? Because it was Master Chief's mission, um, but his last AI, which I can't remember her name, she said that her AI deletion cycle didn't go through, but all she was supposed to do was gather her file, give it to him so he could do the deletion. So now they are working together to try to find out what happens and we get a look at everything and it's just like a new halo completely because you still have your warthogs and tanks and ghosts and all that shit but they've been enhanced different colors there's upgrades to your basic weapons that you had there's upgrades to your new cars and you get new uh weapons then you can see shields getting knocked off. The hedgehogs look better. You have arm shields. You have uh, new bombs, new tactical bombs. It looks fucking beautiful. Uh, upgraded vehicles, ground shields. Uh, oh, yeah, the attacks with the war hammer and the fucking blade. Ah, It makes me want to play and just seeing stuff roll out and graft and, and reload. Uh, even just uh, Master Chief's part, like, how are you going to do this? All you got is one bullet, and you see him floating through space grabbing stuff getting in perfect position as master chief does i'm excited multiplayer in the campaign will be up and ready to release this holiday 2021 at the same exact time so you don't have to wait uh i just take a minute sorry it's it's making me feel 
different ways right now. But moving on, Diablo 2 uh, Resurrected comes out September 23rd, 2021, and it looks fabulous. I remember playing Diablo for the very first time, Diablo 1, on PC, and this just is so reminiscent, looks so beautiful. I love the angles, how they do I love what they do. Diablo's been one of my favorite games. Me and my wife played Diablo. I played it with my cousins. I can't wait for this. Um, a Plague's Tale Requiem releases 2022, and I guess it's a continuous uh, continuance of A Plague's Tale, which I played, which is one of those games that's like really creepy. Like you're, you're creeped out by the way people are acting, and then you know this happened in real times, and then the hordes of people trying, like the chase scene when people are chasing you through the town, it's just fucking creepy as hell. So I'm trying to finish that game up, and I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, now, Far Cry 6 comes out October 7th, uh, 4K, 60 frames per second. I think they were showcasing a video, uh, another video to show just, again, how vibrant the world is. I think it was just. Uh, missions, groups, uh, there's a lot of explosions, battles, you know, races. It was everything you think Far Cry is. Um, then we had Slime Rancher 2 coming out 2022 as well. Very cute, very well done. Almost like Genshin Impact, just mixed with, you know, Mario Odyssey. Uh, Shredders, uh, we got in-game footage. Comes out December uh, this year, and it looks so fucking I can't keep saying so fucking beautiful. It looks gorgeous. These games are looking spectacular because it takes and crafts whatever the concept, whether it's a human, whether it's an alien, whether it's light and shading, and they're making things very, very, very unique to capture the eye. Everything that I saw, um, especially stuff that I say is beautiful, it made me look at the aspect of the game or what I think the mission is of the game or what the synopsis or story is going to be in a different light. And Shredders was one that I didn't really think that I was going to really be pulled into. And I did. And the in-game footage was seamless. So, uh, I mean, you guys just look at it. It's beautiful. Um, Atomic Heart. Well, it sounds like there's Russian techno in the background. It's about it's like uh, control mixed with Fallout because you have this open world. You have your arm band wrist. You have your weapons, but then you also have like shit that's floating in the air uh, with like lines, almost like maybe Bioshock control and Fallout together. It's, it's a weird mix, but the world that you're in, you have to fucking survive. So fucking phenomenal. I like it. Uh, I'm excited. Am I, is it going to be one that I buy right off the bat? No, because it's just a little bit too freaky, and I need to see more, but I am going to make that that purchase. Uh, replacement feels like Castlevania. Castlevania is, feels dirty, gritty, side-scroller, nasty, but all beautiful at the same time. The way they do, uh, they show, pull the bow back, and angle the camera another direction, and shoot the, see the shot and how it hits the enemy in that 8-bit form, it's... It's nice. I, I replace was one that really made me feel like I was younger and like I was playing Castlevania. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, grounded. I never played, but grounded. I guess you're a group of kids and you're trying to grow back up into your normal size because it's like ants life or bugs life. You're like bugs. Um, but they have the shroom and doom update, um, which they added the brood mother, which is a huge spider. And they've added achievements as well. So as you play through the game, you'll be able to get achievements. Um, Among Us 3 finally come. It is coming to Xbox. Uh, I think it's right. It, I mean, Among Us, I just said three. Uh, and Among Us is going to be... On Xbox, is you can have three imposters in a game, up to 15 players at a time. Uh, you guys know how it goes because you've been playing it on PC, but now it'll come to console, and we're going to see how that opens up the world of Among Us. Um, Yudin Chronicles 100 Heroes, and then Yudin Chronicles Rising, which drops 2022. Uh, the 100 Heroes comes out in 2023. Um, very, very dynamic looks, uh, more so Fire Emblem-ish. And I'm kind of digging it, but I'm, I still haven't finished Fire Emblem, so I'm going to get through that before I even think about hitting this, because I have two Fire Emblems titles. So I'm looking at the release dates, 2022, 2023. I should be done by then, even with my backlog of other games to play. Um, the Ascent drops on July 23rd. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. The Ascent, I don't even really remember what that one was about. It was, uh, it was like some of these were real quick and not, 
they were kind of like not everybody had to showcase something, but they did. You know what I mean? Um, Age of Empire Four comes out October twenty eighth. That looks uh, stunning. As you, sorry, I'm running on no sleep here. But as you would uh, think, an Age of Empire would um, more gameplay. I know Buck's really big on this on this game. I'm not so much. So look for that October twenty eighth. The Outer Worlds two. The voiceover was genius. It's like yes, do that. Run that water. Look at it. Now we're going to back out just to draw you in more. Boom! You hear that sound? That sound alone means something amazing coming. Now you're in. You're anticipating. Yes. Ooh, a shot of running, and it just kept going like that, and just describing um, everything. It's like this game. We uh, the developers don't even have care. Oh, that's what it says. Like um, showing a guy and he's standing. There, he's like, look at that silhouette. That's your main character because the developers haven't really created him yet. You know what? They haven't created anything yet except for the only thing that they have is the title. And it was the Outer Worlds too. So I'm looking forward to that. I downloaded that game. It's always been fun, um, and I'm, I'm excited. They do need it too. Flight Simulator is also coming out. That looked interesting. It's very peaceful showcase, but I'm not really big into flight simulator. It looks like the plane. The planes look very, very detailed. The flight path, um, you know, the angles they showed as you're flying. Of course, any flying game you can control the speed, the angle, and shit like that. But it looks like, I mean, it's flight simulator, so they're gonna put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, but that's coming out. Uh, for I, for Forza Horizon Five. The in-game play, like they had the developers actually linking up from different places and playing, fucking stunning. They, like I said before, um, Trackmania didn't really make me want to get back into <laughs> uh, racing games, but, um, you know, it could have at one point in time. But I think that the Crew 2 and this Horizon uh, Forza Horizon 5 are really going to make me get into driving because the cars look sleek every type of car the trains are amazing there's different roadways and paths like crossing um and it just looks like a fun time so I'm, I'm down for it and last but not least uh that rounded out the the uh showcase was redfall which dropped summer 2022 this was super cool this was vampires and kids with superpowers you had like a black girl that telekinesis she was picking up shit loading her gun with her mind and clicking it with her mind Without having to touch it, you had a guy that go invisible. You had a guy that hawk and his eye would turn red and shit. And they were fighting vampires and, and other people. And, I, and the the cinematic they showed makes me feel like this is another kind of Left for Dead type game. But with the powers and things, it, it's unique just because you don't have... I mean, I'm sure you're going to have to rest or eat something and do that to charge up your powers. But you can just do this on hand as well as use spikes, guns, stakes, swords anything else that's in the surrounding and i feel like there's a story around the four that's going to evolve as you get to the end so be on the lookout for that now with that being said it's time for another pause for the cause and we'll be back with anime and manga of the month we'll be right back with episode 267 of the elijah baylor show It's time for the Summer Festival, and while you're enjoying your good fish games and squid on a stick, make sure you're dressed in style for the occasion. Get your kimonos, yukatas, and accessories from Ye Old Wolf Tailor Shop, where you can buy or rent from our extremely large collection of sizzling summer style. For every problem, there's a solution. If you're in need of a solution for your problem, try the services of GoGo13. Your problem will be taken care of in short order once Golgo takes the case. take a short one we're coming back because i told you this is a long show now we are in segment three rounding out the show with anime and manga of the month uh thank you guys for bearing with me but we finally made it here to the end there'll be more e3 coverage all this week that's gonna wrap up day one and two for movie xbox and bethesda hopefully you heard some games that you liked hopefully you saw games that you were intrigued in um now i will be doing separate videos for some of the bigger games that were talked about at E3 and you can find those on the YouTube channel um uh, Edge Gaming again go in Edge B Gaming and look for the logo and you'll see me and Jess 
that's where you want to look because uh, there's another Edge Gaming out in town and we haven't uh, conquered them just yet. But let's go to Anime and Manga of the Month. Anime of the Month is the one and only Full Metal Panic. Full Metal Panic follows uh, Sasuke Sakura as he protects Kaname uh, Chidori, who is a girl who has been experimented on, and he is trying to figure out what Whisper is, uh, and does she really possess the uh, qualifications, the skills, the abilities of Whisper. So Sasuke protects her the whole time as a teenage, 17-year-old soldier, but also starts to fall in love with Kaname, so it's a slice of life, fall in love, but action show. And when he's fighting, like right now, uh, I think last time I talked about this too, the terrorist, he's shooting people in the face, he's roundhouse kicking them, choking them out, killing them, and he's always quick to jump to, I've got to kill you to protect uh, Chidori. So uh, this first aired September 18th, 1999, or 1998, and, and that ran to August 20th, 2011. This is from ADV, ADV Films. Um, and they licensed and dubbed the first season in the spinoff, 24 episodes. You can find it on Crunchyroll. I watch it on Hulu, VRV, but it is Full Metal Panic. That's your anime of the month. And then moving to... Manga of the month is Kaiju number eight, where you follow this guy, Kafka. Uh, he wants to clean up Kaiju, but not literally. Will a sudden metamorphosis stand in his way of his dreams? This is in Viz Media. Um, sh- there's, I think they're in the, we're in our 30s for this show, like 30, 30th chapter. Um, Kafka opens his mouth one day to yawn. He is a cleaner, so they clean up dead Kaiju, uh, which is very gross. You have to get inside them. You've got to root around in them. He ends up cleaning them up. He opens his mouth later that evening, eating. Kaiju flies in his mouth, and it transforms him into a level 9, 10, wherever he is, Kaiju. And he has a hide a secret. But will this be his chance to actually join the uh, military forces and not just clean up Kaiju? Or will he have to hide a secret forever? Find out more by reading. Go to vizmedia.com. One ninety nine a month gets you access to so many manga, but those are your anime and manga of the month. Full Metal Panic, anime of the month, manga of the month, kaiju number eight. Now, it has been a long show. I'm trying to take this plane in for a landing. Thank you guys for joining. That's everything for your first two days of E3. I will be back with more coverage and remember exclusive videos on some of the bigger titles. Um, and I'll give you a rundown on what, what I'm talking about when I say bigger titles. And Halo Infinite, it's going to be one we dive into. Uh, Hades. I love Hades. We're going to dive into that one as well. Um, the Yakuza series, since I'm I'm doing it already, you know we're going to dive into that. Um, also, I really wanted to go back into that uh, Resident, or not Resident Evil, I was going to say Resident Evil, but uh, Rocksmith Plus and uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Those will be some big titles that I do go in, and there's more that's here, but we're not going to go over it right now. Um, thank you again for following, liking, subscribing, sharing, make sure to, uh, subscribe on Apple podcast, write a review that really helps boost the show. Uh, if you do want to support the show financially, you can always sub to the channel on twitch.tv forward slash live underscore 5,000, or you hit that uh, donate button anywhere, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, wherever, send stars on Facebook, and that money goes directly back into the show, better equipment, better lighting, things like that. But simply sharing, man, showing your support, talking in chat, that's more than enough. So thank you guys so much. But you can listen to the show anywhere that podcasts are available, blackandstudios.com, Podbeam, Podcast, Addict, um, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as to your playlist there. And we're also on YouTube in both audio and video format. You can watch the show on YouTube, uh, EJP Gaming, EdgeB Gaming, or on Facebook at the same place, or twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. I'm Elijah 5000. Find this show and other shows I'm on, like a little bit of anime, where I talk exclusively anime all the time at blackoutstudios.com with other great podcasts there. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting some, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. You know where to find me. 
You know where I am every Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time here for the Elijah Bailey Show. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m., I'm on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, either doing a little bit of anime or community hang. Remember, come back this Wednesday as we cover the rest of E3 and get you caught up on everything that came and how I feel about it. And we might get the Buckety there as well. And then there's bonus stream. We just got the DLC for Trunks on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I've been streaming that. I did four hours the other day, so check that out if you haven't. And there's games that uh, you might see. <laughs> Monsieur <laughs> Buckety. <laughs> I want him to go. There's a <laughs> Come on, Buckety. Um, you might see Buckety play with me, and I think you know what those titles are. Jump Force, Naruto Shippuden, maybe even Seven Deadly Sins. I don't know. There's a lot of games that we could play, but come back, check in on these days to find me, the Buckety, and the show that you love, The Elijah Bailey Show from God's Own Wood. This is episode 267. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. I'm out. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.